Hello and welcome back to the Big Gay Comfy Couch and thank you for listening in. How are yeah. you doing, Ty? Good, how are you? I'm good. Um, I actually have a story about my run yesterday? No, two days ago. Okay. So I was running and it was quite rainy out so there weren't a lot of people out. And then on my way back, um, which is downhill for reference, I was running down the hill and I ended up running really close um, to a coyote on the road. Wow. And so, you know, like coyotes aren't that much bigger than like a fox when you see them. And I was all like, you know, pumped up for my run and whatever. So I was like, I'm just gonna keep running. Like it's gonna move out of the way. <laughs> and that is not what happened. <laughs> so I <laughs> kept running downhill. Um, towards the coyote and I probably got like about two meters away from it. Um, and then instead of like running off, like I had pictured in my head, um, it started running towards me. <laughs> so then I went like, ah! <laughs> and just booked it, um, around the block. Like I immediately turned left instead of going straight. And then I did like another loop around on my way back to avoid it. But then on my way back to the same street I was on, it was also at that intersection, but this time I just looked away and went into someone's backyard. Yeah. That's my little story. It's scary out there. <laughs> wild animals. Wild and animals the and wild people. Yeah. So I guess what sparked the idea of this podcast was the other day we were walking with a dog that we're watching and some guy on the street just kind of started laughing and he's like, oh, I've seen a lot of rat dogs, but like that dog's not even the worst one I've seen or something. He was just like laughing and it just pissed me off. And I always said, I just said, thank you. Good. Af have a good afternoon or something and just walked away. Um, and then it sparked this whole debate about how you should handle like public interactions with people who just talk to you randomly and just say shit. And you're like, but why are you talking to me? Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, I think it opened up like a dialogue into like, uh, yeah, like other people saying like negative things. Um, and this whole kind of idea that, I mean, if you live in a city, I feel like, Sometimes that yeah, you just get some like really interesting people that would say <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah, I definitely think mental health uh, as a society we're not doing <laughs> like a, a top notch job at no. um, giving people the resources. But you can so you can sometimes definitely get people who maybe aren't in the best of spaces and feel comfortable saying like inappropriate things um, or rude or like things. So kind of just yeah, God is talking about other scenarios where we've like had people say things to us um, or, you know, to anyone, like whoever, like, you know, if something's said to you, it kind of how you deal with it emotionally um, or how your emotions feel in the scenario or in like afterwards and like kind of what these types of things say about other people um, that commit them, I guess, in general. Yeah, it's, I think like first and foremost, it's important to say like, I mean, don't take advice from me because I'm lucky enough that I haven't been in a situation where I've been like 
physically assaulted or something in public. I definitely have been like, probably, I guess, verbally assaulted. But um, first and foremost, I think you should really just think about your safety and whatever's going to get you to be safe. Think like, what do you think you should do? Like, I think there's such a variety of scenarios that can happen. But like, what would you do if someone like, oh, what's, tell me the story that you told me yesterday. Like, oh, that <laughs> happened a couple of days ago. Yeah. yeah. But it was like, like, it was like, like raining and windy. Um, and I was like walking <laughs> to the shop and like my hair was just like, I guess like, like all over the place. And she's like, she walks past me and she's like, oh, she's like, oh, bad hair day. <laughs> and like, and I was just like, I didn't really like respond. I just like smiled and like nodded and was like, okay, I'm just going to continue on. But it's like kind of this idea um, which is not like, it's not necessarily like a mean thing to say, but it's like, I don't know what you get out of like saying that to somebody. Um, but I guess the one thing that I've found is like, I'm like the way I think about it a lot nowadays is like what's going on in that person's life. That's like, so, you know, like horrible or like, like, you know, what do they dislike about themselves that causes them to like cut other people down um like random strangers even if it's like light like soft wave like you clearly like don't mean well by like saying certain things and it's obviously like very like small things but like i think sometimes we deal with that stuff like in our lives from like coworkers or like parents or yeah stuff people like that, that you do know too yeah but like sometimes it's just like like clearly like they don't mean well but they like say things anyways and it says more about them than it does about you but the same as a human being like you still it's like definitely like a muscle to like not care like as much about stuff like that um but it's just like i don't know it's just so interesting because it like yeah in my mind i'm like what causes someone to like do that like you know what i mean like why do you go through that whole interaction? Cause it's even like in my scenario of like, Oh, bad hair day. Like, it's like, I guess that could have been seen as like funny, which is like, fair enough. Like, yeah, like it is, but it's like, it's like, why say anything like at all? Like why? And if you are going to say something, why make it that? Or like talking about someone's yeah. dog, that's like walking down the street. Like why not just say like nothing or like something that's nice. Or just say, yeah, like cute dog or, um, like, I like your coat or, mm -hmm. or nothing. Yeah. I just don't get like, maybe it's something with people's upbringings where it's just like, I know if I say something that's a little more like shocking, it's going to get their attention. I, but I just can't imagine being in that headspace where I'd like, just say something like kind of mean to just like someone you don't even know. I think it all stems down from like this, like almost like, like self-confidence and happiness enjoy type of like combination where like it's it just kind of stems down from like like generation to generation like if that's how they were taught to like interact with people then like and it's like from like someone's like family history of them just like being like not confident in themselves and not happy and mi like you know like miserable and like basically trying to like inflict their own like sadness and like i don't know sadness and loneliness onto other people to like make them feel like some type of way but it's like it, it's almost does the opposite like 
than than what people want. Like like when you're like confident and happy and joyful, like people are attracted to that. Yeah. Like, but like you're trying to attract people by using negative energy or make people feel like sympathy for you or I don't know. I don't know. It's very like complicated, but I think that's like the subtleties that I see with some interactions are it's just like very telling about like who the person like kind of is and what they act like, I guess. I think a key element of it is just lack of awareness about how they're coming across and how what they say affects someone else. And so that's why my point was kind of like, maybe it is better to say something, not maybe what I said, like, thanks, have a good afternoon, but maybe it is better to be like, hey, like, what makes you think you can say this to someone you don't even know? That's really rude. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like it's almost like they're not aware of like, yeah. if I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt, they're not aware of how it's like yeah. affecting someone else. Yeah. I think there's different scenarios because there's sometimes where it is like that and maybe it's just like a social cue that they're not picking up on. But I still feel like there are people out there that are just like, tr like I don't know, like lonely or unhappy. Like or, hateful. Yeah. And just like need that like outlet to like make themselves like feel better in some capacity. But uh, yeah, it's like wild sometimes because it's just like, why does it take like... I forget what the exact statistic is, but it takes like something like four or five positive things to like get rid of like a negative thing in like, like in the world, like one negative thing has like five times the impact that a positive thing like has. So it's yeah. like, it takes so much more to like take like, like anything, like whatever it is, like sadness, like like misery, trauma, all that stuff. It takes like so much positive to like, to suffocate that. That it's like, it's just interesting because it's like, why is it that that's the case? And then like, we as a society like are comfortable with like tabloids and celebrities and like tearing like celebrities apart that we don't even know or like news outlets like predominantly like only reporting on negative news to like get the most eyeballs because they know those statistics. Like they know that people are going to watch when like there's something <laughs> dramatic happening or like yeah. negative so it's like it forces society to like constantly like fight this like beast that nobody wants like nobody wants to like be sad and negative but yet it's like pressed on us on like in various ways and we're like attracted to it but it's also something that like we don't want like so it's yeah yeah, they're never like, Gina graduated from her master's today, and she just landed a job in her industry. Good job, Gina. <laughs> no. And I think it is like, humans do have a negativity bias. I was learning about this in a course I'm taking, where people are usually focused on some... <laughs> oh, exactly, Louis. Louis, Louis feels it. I guess dogs have a negativity bias, too. <laughs> um, where people are usually focused on some sort of problem or pain point... And even I'm reading the book, The Untethered Soul, and they're talking about like to really find contentment, you have to learn to train your mind not to just focus on the next problem because it can always find a problem. Mm -hmm. There's never going to be a time when you can't find a problem. Mm -hmm. And so I think it is part of that. Um, but did you hear about the gay couple on the SkyTrain mm -hmm. recently? Yeah. So for context, um, there's this TikTok made by this gay couple that was on the Skytrain. And I guess, whatever, they're just hanging out, talking. 
I think one of them had their like hand on the other one's lap or knee or something. And this guy came up and just kept like basically verbally harassing them and Mm -hmm. being like homophobic, being racist, you know, using slurs. Um, And so that's on the more like extreme end of people just going up to you and just saying shit in public that they shouldn't be saying or doing. Yeah. I mean, if you're in a, a bad spot, like, cause the, I, the guy seemed like he was on like some sort of drugs or, um, he had a beer can in his hand, so he's yeah. definitely drinking. So like any of that stuff, I mean, clearly like he's not like in like a good state. Um, and yeah, I feel like it's just unfortunate that like as human beings, like when you're sometimes people can like if they're in a bad spot like their coping mechanism is to like inflict pain onto other people versus like kind of just like being like and it comes down to toxic masculinity too and like the fact that like a lot of men don't feel like they can just like open up and be vulnerable and be like hey i need help or like hey i need like to like not be doing this and like you know what i mean instead of like Instead, you're taught in society, or at least historically, to like be a man and be like tough, quote unquote, and being tough in some scenarios can be like, yeah, like being homophobic and like being, you know, racist and stuff. Like, that's kind of like what sometimes, like, you know, people when they're not in the right state of mind or like go to. So, yeah, I just can't imagine what that person was thinking that decided to walk up to this gay couple. Um, I think it's taken to another level when you actually decide to approach someone and like fuck with them in a way. It's like, do they think they're being like some sort of like warrior for a cause or like, but I think that's like what's promoted in some far right groups and stuff to like, you know, you're the social change. They perceive that on the far right as like, a protest like you're doing vigilante work the same way like the far left is throwing like soup at like very prized paintings because like people aren't doing anything about global warming the flip side could be like well i don't want world to, to change so when i see something that's progressive i have to stop it out or like call it out or like make sure that they like i don't know people around me know that like it's not right like but people just like a lot of the that ideology like starts to really like permeate with you know men who are lonely or and feel like they're left out of society and like need some sort of like group that like is accepting of them so like that's where like yeah a lot of that type of like thinking can often like come from yeah it's like kind of like what they call like an echo chamber where you find this group of like like-minded people for better or for worse and then all your opinions are validated and you just keep seeing the same things and it like kind of molds your mind in a certain way mm-hmm. and then the other thing i was thinking of um was sam smith talking about how when they came out as non-binary mm-hmm. um and they started dressing more like in the way that they wanted to um they, exper- they said they started experiencing, like, more verbal harassment in public than ever before. Oh, yeah. 
um, just to paraphrase things. I'm not sure exactly what they said, like something along those lines. And I was like, it doesn't surprise me. No, unfortunately. No, I like, I imagine like, yeah, I don't know. Even in like a place like Vancouver, if we were to like wear a dress and like, like, you know, heels and like paint our nails and go on like sky train or go downtown, I'm sure like, you're still out of threat. I don't know if anything would actually like happen, but I, I would imagine people would like take second looks still and stuff. Like it's not necessarily like New York city where it's like, it doesn't matter, but it doesn't matter. Like, and I don't know where people get this idea where they can like make comments about how other people live their lives or like dress. Like, it's like, who cares? Like, and if you don't like it, then like whatever. Like you're, it's not your life. Like this person's literally walking down the street. Yeah, it's the entitlement of like I don't like something, so that means someone else has to change their actions. Yeah. Even though it shouldn't affect me in any way. Like you don't need to say something if you don't like what someone's wearing. I see yeah. like stuff people wear that I don't like, but usually it's just because I'm like that's not my color or like yeah. I wouldn't pick that out for myself. But I'm like I'm happy that they're yeah. doing them. Of course. And like everyone just needs to wear things and do things to make them feel like their most like happy, fulfilled selves. And like, yeah, and I love that. Like yeah. seeing that yeah. when I see someone fully self-realized and like just doing their own thing, just being different or whatever. Yeah, that's why it's like being in like the queer community is so great in that sense because you can go to like any bar and you just know that like however you're coming, like you're going to be accepted. You know. It's like, that's a nice, I mean, we have our own problems. Like we're not per like perfect as like a community, but like, at least there is still like a home for people to be themselves. Yeah. Like I would say there's a lot less chance of being harassed in a gay bar or something for holding another guy's hand or touching their leg or yeah. wearing a dress. If you're, if you identify as, you know, a man or yeah. a non-binary or a woman or whatever, yeah. like people are just more accepting of those different things. But I do think like the reality that people will say shit to you in public, you need to have a certain amount of like, um, kind of self-confidence and just like a certain degree of like, I don't care what other people think. Yeah. Or it's almost detrimental because I think when you come out as gay, like I think even for my first few years, I really struggled with PDA in any form, like with another guy, like whether it be holding hands or like putting your like hand on their lap, and it's sad that that fear has to exist, but mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. Would you say that you're like fully comfortable with it now or do you find? Um, I don't know about fully, which is sad to say, cause I've been out for like 10 years now, but um, I would say mostly like, yeah, yeah. I would say I'm like 90% the way there. Of like fully comfortable but I always try and not let it stop myself if like if I want to like hold hands or whatever I would say I try not to let that affect me but yeah what about you yeah I'm like fully comfortable with it um for the most part um yeah I I mean I view it as like people like I have the same right to do it as much as like anyone else does, but I also don't know yeah. like how comfortable people would be with saying something to me or not. <laughs> so I don't like, I don't know like what, like what the, 
the deal is, and it's important to like, I think to like be yourself and show that, that it's all right. Cause you never know like who's watching or like who's around and yeah. Well, let me tell a positive story. One time when I was dancing with a guy at a bar, we were like, obviously, you know, dancing together. Um, a girl came up to me and this was in like a smaller town. So not like Toronto or Vancouver where it would be pretty normal. I would say a girl came up to me and she said, wow, like, I think that's so amazing that you're just like confident in yourself. And she's like, my brother's, I think she either said gay or bisexual. And she's like, just feel to see other people comfortable in themselves. And like out in public is like such an example, but it do be <laughs> wild out there <laughs> dealing with people. And it's like, yeah, I think, it's kind of a service in a way to be able to stand up for yourself and say something to someone and be like, why, where's this coming from? But in another sense, you got to protect yourself. Yeah. And I think that's the one thing that like, yeah, there's a definitely a privilege that comes with being able to kind of like be somewhat straight passing and like, you know, dress generally like, like, like the gender you were assigned to and what the society expects of you. Because like, if you're in Sam Smith's like position, like, yeah, you're going out as your full self, but there's always like this, like, there's a little bit of a struggle because you're like, I want to just be like able to be this person and wear what I want to wear. But I'm also like putting myself at risk every time I go out to society. And it's still like, you're getting fed, I don't know, verbal, maybe verbal abuse, but I, I don't know. But at the same time, like, I think it comes down to like, strangers like don't know who you are because like i've been like you know like shout like shouted like the f, f slur at me like in like public by like a stranger me too but yeah it, and it but it doesn't like affect me really because this person doesn't even know who i am and it says more about them as a person and like the place that they like come from and it's like yeah. sad like that makes me sad for them that like you would be like close-minded to someone just based off of like, I don't know, like what you're like general, like what someone generally looks like versus like getting to know them or just like being, yeah, like kind. Like if you have to like verbally assault a stranger and in, in like public, it means that you're like, your life's probably like not very great. Yeah. No, it definitely isn't. Would there ever be a world in which you would walk up to that person that use the F word? and like said something to them? Or do you think it's usually in that sort of situation, do you think it's better to just like, let it not affect you, walk away? Yeah, I mean, I think in my um, circumstance, like, or in my thought process, I tend to just like ignore. Um, Me too, I think that's my default, yeah. Yeah, but that's like not, like you just don't give them anything to like react to because I also think it's like, okay, so you go up to that person and say like, what the fuck did you just say to me? Like, and then what do they do? Like, what's the reaction? They say more things to you or they punch you in the face and then it becomes like an assault. Yeah. It's like, it's like, does that escalate it? Will that stop them from saying something next time knowing that someone came up to them? I don't know the answer. Yeah. But it depends. It's so like scenario based because it's like, really like, I think I can only imagine myself either like ignoring and being like, or saying something like, oh, it's a, like, what a sad life you probably live to, like, have to, like, make derogatory, like, remarks at someone and, you know? Yeah. Or, like, just something to, like, communicate, like, like, I understand, like, the deeper meaning behind, like, whatever you're 
trying to do and it's like whatever like enjoy your life like yeah yeah i don't know or like being like are you okay like do you need help like do you need i can call like the mental health services like they might have you know like some sort of information that can help you with whatever clearly going through something like you know but uh, yeah yeah and then the other thing we were talking about is if rather than the remark was directed towards you if it was directed towards someone else and you were witnessing it. Yeah, I feel like I would be more like strengthening strength numbers, yeah, like type, like type of thing and be like, yeah, I don't know. But I think I'm just surprised because like, I feel like everyone's queer these days. So it's like, would you like in some way <laughs> system, like if you were to say something, like wouldn't there be like four or five other like gay people being like the fun thing? Yeah, and I think, I think too, having a third party come in and say something really makes more of a difference to stopping the situation because if someone's already using a slur towards you, for example, and you say something back, it's almost like you're fighting or like sort of escalating between the two of you. But if a third party, like neutral person comes in and says something, maybe that would have a shot at like shaking them out of whatever they're doing and being like, well, what am I doing? Like, if this other person sees this and thinks that I'm wrong, then maybe I am. Mm-hmm. Or at least they'll have the support to help make that like person feel safe. Like the victim feel safe. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, I think that's why allyship is important, mm-hmm. especially from people who are unfortunate. Like it does matter that people who are gender conforming and who are very much fit within society's norms that they're the people who are helping to stand up for yeah. these injustices. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and I think that's hard because, like, that's why, like, when people are like, oh, I'm an ally, and it's like, you almost need to get, like, educated to be, like, in those situations, maybe someone, yeah, might say, oh, like, it wasn't my place, I didn't want to, like, get involved, and I'm like, that's being an ally, is, like, getting involved in those situations, and, like, like, basically... I mean, they can be subtle too. You can just be like, just like, like completely cut like the person off from like vision of like the other person and just sit down and like talk to like the person that they're talking. Like they were like saying certain things too and just be like, are you okay? Like, da da da. Like, ignore him. Like, just like some reassurance. But yeah, it's a crazy world out there. Yeah. Remember to me that TikTok? What is it? Like, uh, Valentina, say something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's an ally. Talk, Valentina. Ally. <laughs> Where it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, the highest. <laughs> um, people thinking that just because you're like, you have friends that are gay, like you're automatically an ally. And I'm like, you are, but like, you also have to be there during like the times where like, yeah, like rights are being, you know, questioned or... Yeah. Would you say something? You know, it's an important question to ask yourself. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, yeah, that's something I aspire to do is just be more confident in those situations to help someone else if I can. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, I think that was a really great conversation and it was good kind of talking about the different situations you might encounter. And yeah, that was great. Yeah, and we'll wrap it up here and take care, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks, everyone.